Hello, welcome to Better Words. I'm Caitlin from Just a Bookish Babe. And I'm Michelle from The Unfinished Bookshelf. And I cannot believe that December is almost over and 2018 is almost behind us. I know, it's been such a huge year. I, it's ugh, How's I, it the end of the year already? I, I honestly don't know. You're right. Like I, I feel like it's so stupid to say, oh, it's been such a huge year. Because like every year is a huge year. But I really feel like this year has been a huge year. It really has. I mean, we've done a lot, yeah. both individually and together, and I just feel like, I don't know, so much has been happening with our bookish friends as well, and so much has been happening in the book community. There's been some amazing breakthroughs with podcasts and things, and it's just been a really exciting year. No. Just like kicking goals <laughs> and stuff. Like, I went through some of my photos and stuff the other day, because I... I'm obviously very good at posting on like our bookish and podcast accounts, um, but I have been pretty bad at keeping my personal and up to date, you know, like for my family and stuff. So I, I know it's so hard. Yeah, like enough's enough. <laughs> but um, I went through and like I've picked a few photos, just you know, a few different things, which we'll probably be discussing as this episode goes on, um, to do like a bit of a 2018 wrap um, and put it on my personal social media and I went through I've selected like 50 photos I have to cull like I can't put that many up on New Year's Eve you know like that's insane you could do a countdown although it is a bit late in December to be doing a countdown yeah I should have started weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) so this year obviously one of the big things we did was switch from having discussions and interviews to just having interviews but you've got us back for the whole episode again as we wrap up the big things that happened um well actually no that's a lie we're not wrapping up the big things that's ha- that have happened we'll leave that to another podcast Just our the big things. things that we've read our favorite things from the year um and what we're looking forward to in the coming year because there's some really exciting things happening in 2019 and some past guests have their books coming out which is super super exciting yay <laughs> so um caitlin what shall we do first um, I don't know. I feel like we shouldn't do books first. I kind of feel like we should leave them to last. Yeah, that's fair enough. And also, I feel like, you know, in your mind, people, reader, listener, please just try and think about what you think our favourite books might be because you know us so well by now you'll probably guess them. So let's not yeah. do books. What are we going to start with instead? How about we go with movies? Let's go. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So, who's going to go first? (laughs) I just threw that back to you. That was really mean. Okay, fine. I'll go first. So, my top... Okay, I'll explain how we're going to do this. Are going to go all three in one? Let's alternate. So, we're going to... We're really good at planning. We're so good at this, guys. (laughs) This is live for you. Um, We're going to do a top three in a bunch of different categories. We're going to start with movies. So, I'll say one and Michelle will say one and we'll alternate. So my first top movie of the year, Bohemian Rhapsody. Damn it, that was my top one too. I loved it so much. It was much. wonderful. I want it to get all the awards. It was beautifully filmed. Rami Malek was amazing. Beautifully filmed, like an amazing cast, costumes, music, like everything was so good. It deserves all the awards, you're right. I just... It's so amazing. And I like, knew I gotta be like, honest, nothing about Queen before. Yeah, like no. I just knew some of the songs the way that this is probably how people who don't know the Beatles as much as I f- know them feel because like you know the songs everyone knows we will rock you all that sort of stuff but I knew nothing about the band yeah nothing so that was really fun to watch oh, epic it, it was so good it was epic it was so good and I gotta be honest I don't even really know what it's competing against for like Oscars and stuff like that like I don't know what else is going to be nominated you know how you can normally pick, like, the I might just be missing something, like, the really, like, big movies, mm. like, big Oscar grabbing, but I, I, don't, I know. don't know what it's up against. Because usually, let's be honest, it's kind of like the Booker Prize, like... They all come out at this time of year. But also, like, it's never usually movies I watch. Like, Spotlight mm. was the first one where I was like, oh my gosh, a movie that I love. Yeah. Because seriously, it's, like I said, it's like the Booker Prize. Like, it's stuff that's, like, highbrow and a bit, like, yeah. not my scene and not a movie we'd get in Rockhampton yeah, in the exactly. cinema. <laughs> yeah. Like, that time that um, 
Natalie Portman was nominated for Jackie and I won tickets and it wasn't even showing here. Mm-hmm. Small town life. Yeah. I'm just going to do a quick Google to see if any others have been like speculated about or anything well, like that. Well, Oscar nominations haven't come out yet, have they? I don't think so. Oh, oh no. Okay, so um, a couple of the contenders. See, we're just going off on a tangent here, but I kind of like it. Mm. Um, so A Quiet Place, which I didn't see and will probably not I see. I will never see it. No. So scary. Oh, A Star oh, Is Born. A Star Is Duh. Born, of okay. course. Um, been putting off seeing that because it sounds sad. Everyone yeah. says it's amazing, but I just don't know whether I'm in that space. At Eternity's Gate. Never heard of it. What's that? I don't know. Aquaman, best visual effects, obviously not best picture. <laughs> um, wait, let me go to the best picture stuff. Um, Black Klansman, which actually is one I really want to see that I haven't seen. So that's the um, black cop who infiltrates the KKK, mm. which is cool. Black Panther is also up for best picture. Well, not officially, but... Oh, well, sorry. I have to... Sorry, this is nominations. Why am I reading this as if it's for real? Yeah, well, no, they, the official nominations haven't come up yet. i I got to be honest, I don't like Black Panther's chances of getting nominated for Best Picture. No, it sounds very... Like I said, it's not arty enough for mm. it to be, like, Best Picture. It's a Marvel movie, for crying out loud. Um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? What is that's the one with Melissa McCarthy, isn't it? It is. Oh. But isn't it? It's only like Wait, just coming what was out, that? and we oh. haven't seen it yet. I think yeah. it's only just coming out in Australia. Oh, okay. okay. So there's a few. Yeah, one there's here a couple, but like Our first man. I haven't seen that, but I want to. I don't even know what that is. What's that? What? No, not that one. Oh, sorry. We're scrolling. First man. Yeah, I was like that guy looks like. Sorry, I was looking at first reformed, and that guy looks like he's wearing like a what is it dog collar thing yeah i don't know so i was like wait no first man that's about the yes, landing astronaut, of, yeah, yeah okay yeah okay we're no. down we're down we're pretty far down the list now let's move on um my second top movie considering we had the first one the same was infinity war so many feels saw it twice I'm going to jump ahead to 2019 already and say the trailer was, like, heartbreaking by itself. I don't know how we're going to deal with the movie. (sighs) Anyway, so (laughs) I know you haven't seen it, so that's fine. Infinity War is definitely one of my top movies of the year. I know there are a lot of people who listen to this who've seen it. Um, I don't know what you're all talking about. Um, My second favourite was, and I really hope it was this year, because I was thinking back to a lot of things and I was like, did that happen this year? And I think it did. That was The Post with Meryl Streep and, uh, and Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks. Um, because if you know me, you know I love a journalism film done properly, I must mm-hmm. say, done properly. And The Post was really, really good. Meryl Streep was slightly annoying and from what from what Lee Sales has said in Chat 10 Looks 3, probably not the best representation of what the real person. Yeah. But it was a very, very good movie, very clever, very entertaining and definitely gives you that fire to like do journalism and like (laughs) be cool and be in the Washington Post team and all that sort of (laughs) stuff. So that was very cool. I really and Jack, who has no interest in that sort of stuff, really enjoyed it as well. So it's clearly like a good movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Not just a good journalism movie. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, Again, I did not see that one. Um, My third favourite of the year was Crazy Rich Asians because it was just so damn enjoyable. Like it was, I read the book before seeing it and I loved the book. I loved the movie and it's very funny, aesthetically pleasing. Everything looks so beautiful and all the people and their costumes is awesome. But it's just such, it's like the definition of a feel good movie. It's so enjoyable. Have you seen it yet? I haven't watched it yet. I do really want to see it, but we missed it in cinemas. So Mm. I'll see it sometime. Um, I actually had a completely different third top movie because I was trying to remember what I'd seen in the cinemas, which is not that much. And then I remembered that, like, I've seen more movies on Netflix and I'm literally right this second going to change what my last favourite was. So (laughs) honorary mention to The Spy Who Dumped Me, which we saw together. It was so good. But... Because I've now realised that it doesn't just have to be things I saw in the cinema. No. Dumpling is my last favourite pick of the year. Another totally amazing and wonderful 
um, adaptation of a book and I just love it so much. I wish I'd had this movie when I was a teenager and like really struggling with my body confidence. It was so lovely. It's such a lovely movie. It really is. And it's just, again, so much fun. I mean, all the Dolly Parton songs and everything. And I love her friendship. Like the... Crap, I'm just losing their names is right now. Is it Becca? Now. It's Becca, right? No, Becca is the like the one who they everyone thinks is going to win. I think she does win. Oh. No, what's her friend's name? Ellen. Mm. Ellen. Ellen. Yes, I liked Ellen. She was fun. Clearly our favourite her, movie. We yeah, know what we're sorry. talking about. Watched it once. <laughs> um, it's been so long since I read the book too. Like it's mm. been two or three years since I read, read Whenever I read the book the year it came out, whenever that was. I can't even remember. Every year's blurring into one. I'm so old at 24. My gosh. Life. Life. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh. Um, I'm actually surprised you didn't say Love, Simon. I mean, I loved Love, Simon, but... Yeah, no, I had to bump it for the other one. Yeah, it was... okay. Honorary mention to Love, Simon. Honorary mention it was to beautiful. Love, Simon. Yeah. What a year for YA adaptations as well. Because oh. we haven't seen The Hate You Give yet because it's not out in Australia yet. I think it will hopefully come out next year. Yeah. But from all accounts, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Also had to, to All the Boys You've Loved Before. So, like, what a year for incredible YA world, adaptations. <laughs> it's so wonderful. It's been great. It's so cool. And it's so cool to see some really good movies on Netflix doing really well because yeah. the fact that you have this other streaming platform for all its faults, having a platform like this that will invest in those movies that might not have necessarily otherwise made it to the big screen is so good. I know. It's amazing. So I good for representation. I freaking love Netflix movies. <gasps> yeah. Like, they can be as corny as you want them to be you know princess switch you know but like so good I but love then it. like dumpling was really genuinely amazing jennifer yeah. aniston's on board like it's not just i know like netflix originals now are not just they're not just like you're made yeah. for tv movies yeah. they're movies movies yeah and one thing i thought about dumpling is like the whole time when i was watching that movie I just kept thinking, all these girls, can you imagine all these girls showing up to set and being like, there's Jennifer Aniston. I know. <laughs> it would be, and it looked like it was lots of fun too. Yeah. And um, there's actually a cameo by the author, Julie Murphy, at the end scene where they're all like singing at the end. Oh, she makes fun. like a little cameo. I'm like, I think that, I think I recognize her. We love a good author So like, cameo. can you imagine how fun that would be? And like, I just think it was, it was great for her to be involved as well. It's always obviously really good when the author is heavily involved in the project. Um, so, yeah, I don't know of any adaptations that are coming out next year. I can't really think of any. Me either. I'm so behind. I should have prepared more for our anticipated section, but let's move on to our favourite. Wait, favorites. did you do anticipated books and movies and stuff? Because I just did no, anticipated I just did, like, things that I'm looking forward general, to. General, yeah. Okay, okay good. Because I did Ooh, no research. Ooh. Except I think we could probably do an off-the-cuff books one. Probably, yeah. yes. Okay. So let's continue to TV. Yay. Do you okay. want to go first this time? Okay, so TV, one of my favourite things that I found this year, and you're going to love me for this, Nine nine. Nine nine. <laughs> nine nine. So I finally started watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I really love it. Um, there are a couple of like, okay, the only, my only issue with it, a couple of fat shaming things in it, but apart from that, it's really really great, and I love it. And I, I'm just, I just started season five, and I so love good. it so much. It's so good. I Lily oh. And Jake, I like. I swear to God, I think they're my new favorite TV couple. Like. Monica and Chandler will remain king and queen, but I think Amy and Jake are, like, right up there. I'm so Amy. (laughs) And I think that Jack might be Jake. Like, (laughs) there was that bit where he's like, yeah, I need to go to the toilet. Amy told me to drink more more water. I was, like, texted Jack and I was like, literally, you. (laughs) He came home from work the other day and he's like, oh, my God, babe, I've discovered how good it is to drink water. (laughs) I feel so amazing. I was like, yeah, I know. It's like, this is why it's highly recommended mm. by like every single person. My experts say it's really good to drink lots of water. I'm glad that you discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God. I okay. Okay. So I love much. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So what's one of your favorites? Okay. One of my favorites, which I know you've been enjoying as well, just not as much as me possibly, um, is Lady Gang TV. I'm so excited and so proud that our I'm face. I'm so pop- proud of them. I'm so proud of them, which sounds very silly to say. We knew them back when. Yeah. You introduced. You knew them when they were vampire. Exactly. 
shall not say that name. But yes, yeah, I know. I mean, I've been listening to this podcast for just over three years, probably. And they've got their own TV show, and it's very true to the podcast, and we'll just help them brighten, brighten, broaden their audience. <laughs> it's not that I'm not enjoying it. I just want to watch it on the TV, and I don't have, like, mine set up the way you do, so you can actually watch it. And i got to watch it on my phone, and I just – I'm lazy, okay? Yeah. I'm lazy. But the ones I have seen are really funny, and I like that a whole new group of women, mm. especially, and men – also welcome in Lady Gang, um, can find, yeah, yeah, can find them because, oh, they're so good. They're so good. I know. And it's really cool to see them, like, I mean, they've always been a bit, you know, raunchy and everything on the podcast, but, like, it's really funny to see them do that on TV because it's, like, late night TV. Like, we're watching it whenever, obviously, but mm. in the US it is, you know, like 10.30 on a Sunday and it's, like, <laughs> late night TV, so they're doing all these crazy things which is and they're getting drunk for episode I just love it it's so great and I love that it's like filmed in Kelty's house I know now because Becca's got completely ruined, ruined after yeah. they did like one day of filming and then all her plumbing got ruined yeah so anyway funny, but I love it and they're all amazing I mm. love them I love them um obviously I'm a Kelty I don't I'm still not 100% sure which it's like one with of them Brooklyn Nine-Nine we can't pick well, see, you always can. You are Kelsey. You are Amy. You are Hermione. No, I meant that you. We can't pick you. I can never pick myself. <laughs> All I like, like, we can't pick you. What are you? I you're don't an, know. You're an enigma. <laughs> I don't know what I am. Because what friends character are you? I mean, I would say Chandler or Phoebe. I don't think you're Phoebe. Chandler. Maybe Chandler. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm a Chandler. Yeah. But see, that's pretty much the only one I got. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, I've never been able to. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe a Gina Linetti. Maybe. I'd love to be Gina, but I don't think I am Gina. Everyone wants to be Gina. Everyone wants to be Gina. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it my... Oh, it's my turn yes, now. Yeah. We've been sharing it. I just feel... Yeah. Okay. Um, so one of my other favourite discoveries this year was Victoria, which Ooh. was very much like um, The, the Crown... Crown. And also I was writing this list while I was watching it, so that might have influenced my decision. But I suddenly can't remember anything else I watched this year. Um, And, like, I feel like even – I liked The Americans, but I've not watched enough of it for it to be one of my favourite things where I'm really loving Victoria. It's beautifully filmed, nice amount of scandal, intrigue, above stairs, downstairs. Love it. Good. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the the end because you haven't watched it. But I think you – I feel like you'd like it. Because it's a bit like The Crown. Yeah, I probably would. Um, one I think you would also enjoy that I'm pretty sure you have not watched that I have loved and discovered this year is Atypical, which is a Netflix original. Um, it's so good. So it just follows this family and the main character, um, Sam, is on the spectrum. And it's about his family and everything. It's just really good. He's really sweet and... The family is really sweet, except for the mom. I kind of don't like her. But, like, it's just a really good – it's a really good family show. I think it's been a few years since I've watched, like, a family show, you know. Mm. I've been watching all these, like, sitcoms with people in workplaces and in their 20s and everything, and I haven't watched a family show – a new family show for a little while, and I'm really yeah. enjoying it. Um, My last pick is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Of course. <laughs> Which I just – I. I think I liked it because it was just something super different Mm. as well from what we were all expecting. Um, And I feel like it wasn't hyped too much. Like it wasn't actually, because no one really know, no one knew what we were getting. And it just sort of appeared. And then it was suddenly like, it's here next week. And it was like, Oh, okay. Wow. Radio. Mm. Um, There's no time to like speculate. Not like with Riverdale. I know. I felt like Riverdale was a bit more Riverdale was a bit more amped up and hyped up, I think. And, of course, with each season when we know it's coming back, it's It's, more speculation and it's getting crazy, but I'm still loving it. I feel like I'm loving it more than you are at the moment because I'm a bit more open to the slightly supernatural crazy elements. I'm open to it. I just want to know what the hell is going on. It doesn't make sense. Like, is it going to be a crossover with Sabrina? I don't know. Like... I'm okay with I'm it. I'm feeling like it's not. I feel like it's just a gang mob thing. 
with a costume for some reason. Yeah, but see, that's the thing that's throwing me. But I think me, it's like I just drug don't... hallucinations. And yeah. We shouldn't speculate no, too much No, we shouldn't. Rivendell. We shouldn't. Um, but basically, yeah, I really like Sabrina. I like the feminist themes that are coming through in mm. Sabrina quite strongly. Like, I, I just think it's a great platform to explore that. And Who's your favourite character? Well, like Sabrina, duh. No. Oh. I mean, <laughs> apart from Sabrina. Um, i got to say probably Hilda. Really? She's very cute. Yeah, I like, I like her. It. She's very sweet too she and she is. kind of like not hides it but she just does these it's these little things she sort of does to look after Sabrina that yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, no, Hilda is very I actually have I think I've always been a bit more partial to Zelda. <laughs> like even in the original she I think is I quite liked, sassy. Yeah. I liked Zelda more. And oh, this, I loved Zelda in the original. Yeah. And this Zelda is She's just a freaking boss, isn't she? I think what turns me off this Zelda is that, like, some of the decisions she makes towards the end of the season, I'm well, a bit yeah. like, mm, uh, I don't know. I still like her because she's a boss, but you're yeah. right. She's she's a bit more, um, I guess, I don't know. I think, I guess Sabrina, Ambrose and Hilda are a bit more... Um, well, what's the body word? Ambrose is for? my next favorite character. Yeah, I He's love great. Ambrose. But like they're, I guess, more willing to go against the Dark Lord and everything. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Whereas she's not. And I think Hilda always has Sabrina's best interests at heart. Whereas some of the things that Zelda does, I'm like, oh. Yeah, they're in her own best interests. Yeah. Yeah. Which is um, still kind of a boss. She still yeah. stands up for Sabrina. Okay. My third favorite. This is a very recent discovery but i am absolutely loving it i'm completely obsessed is... parks and recreation no oh, no i i mean special mentioned parks and rec because <laughs> i'm obsessed i love it again i have no idea what character i am but i kind of feel like i'm probably a ben anyway um it's actually The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is an Amazon Prime original. I've seen everyone talking about this online. I was like, what is it? Yes, well, Tell it's, me on, about it. it's on Amazon Prime. So it is fantastic. So Mrs. Maisel is the main character. She is a stand-up comic in like 1950s, late 1950s New York. So the show starts and this is like in the description. This is not a spoiler, but as the show starts her husband like leaves her so she has two young children and her husband leaves her and she gets drunk and ends up doing stand-up because he was trying to do stand-up and then yeah she just gets really into it and the relationships like with her parents and his parents and you know her like new comedy friends and like she gets a manager it's just really really cool Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And, and I have of been course, seeing the like, time period is oh, absolutely stunning. Sounds like my ideal time period. Mm-hmm. I love it. It sounds so good. I'll have to watch it. I know, you really do. You <laughs> would love it. It's fantastic. But yes, and then shout out like I'm so glad that my roommate got Amazon. Because like <laughs> we watched Mrs. Maisel and but I was on there and I was like, oh, Parks and Rec, The Office, Parenthood, all these no shows I need to watch. <laughs> Uh, so yeah i've yeah. been kind of neglecting netflix to be honest because i'm just obsessed with what's on amazon yeah fair enough yeah shout out for me to um press from bbc first which i haven't finished yet but is amazing that i talked about it more in our last episode yeah um so top three podcasts Ooh, okay i'm gonna just run through mine quickly because okay. they're the same the set i know i tried really hard to pick three different ones because you all know my favorite podcasts mm. Lady Gang, Armchair Expert with De- with Dax Shepard and the Babysitters Club Club. And really the only other one I regularly listen to is Anna Faris's Unqualified. I've just been neglecting that one a little bit more recently, but I still love it. Yeah. Okay, so I have about 60 podcasts in my subscribe thingy that I'm mm. subscribed to. And like every morning at work when I get in at 6am now and there's like no one around for two hours, I listen to um, like either the Guardian podcast or Hack or um, the Sydney Morning Herald's podcast because I feel like then I'm like, I, I'm working. allowed to have that on the background because I'm working. I'm like getting up to date on current affairs, but there's genuinely some great stuff on there. Um, so I tried really hard to pick a top three that weren't what you already know because everyone knows I love Jules and Sarah. I love Chat 10 Looks 3, which also got a special shout out in the Sydney Morning Herald this week 
for being a cult of kindness, which I love. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's really lovely. Anyway, so top three new discoveries this year. All Aussie Mystery Hour. <laughs> Zesty as fuck. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. So um, Melissa and Josie are so hilarious. And it's not just a true crime podcast. It's all these other mysteries. So they've done like this guy who was flying a plane and disappeared what happened to him was it aliens was, you know there's they go through all the theories so basically they tell you the story then they tell you the theories and then they say, say what they think happened mm-hmm. um so there's also like they've gone through like uh the lithgow panther um or the last one was um the wailing at wilma waterhole and it was just this um reports of this like wailing sound at this waterhole in the outback i know so it's it's it is mysteries but then sometimes like they did like the lindy chamberlain case and they did harold holt disappearing <laughs> you know so they do a I bit of everything on harold holt when i was in like year six it's so fascinating <laughs> yeah. it's really good um and they do my favorite favorite ever unsolved mystery the Summerton man like if you don't know anything about it, look it up because it is crazy. And I am 100% sure this guy was a, a spy. It's wow. so cool. So they are just really funny and they make it really fun. And the shout out to the Facebook group, again, really, really good. Just a fun environment to be in. So I love them. Um, oh, oh, I I've forgot said, that you – I was like, and you. I've no. said my three already. Um, my other one was Lost in Larimer, which is by a former guest of ours, Caroline. And you mm. can go back and listen to our episode with her. So um, Cara is my mentor and a friend. And she co-wrote this amazing podcast about a town where there are 12 people and one of them goes missing. And this happened. The inquest is actually only just only just happened like a few weeks ago. So it's back in the media again. And ABC did something on iView as well. Um, But Lost in Larimer also won a Walkley Award. So I'm like super proud of Caro. So that's why I wanted to mention that because like I'm so proud of Caro and she's been supportive of me and supportive of our podcast. And she's just amazing and genuinely like the loveliest person. And we always talk podcasts. Like our chats are just like, have you listened to this one? Listen to this one. This is amazing. Like (laughs) it's great. Uh, so then the other one, another amazing Facebook group attached to this podcast. And that's one I keep telling you to listen to. I know. I've got to get around to ah. it. Um, and that is Exciting Emails by Vix Meldrew. So I did some coaching with Vix earlier in the year and she helped me kind of get a bit of a direction for where I'm going with my blog. And then she started the Exciting Emails email and then the community on Facebook, which I'm part of and is full of really lovely, supportive other other bloggers. Um, and she's also got a podcast. And that's given me a new direction for where I want to go in the new year with my reviews, which I'll talk a bit about later. So, cool. yeah. What are we doing next? Um, well, the other categories I had were – oh, God, I just accidentally closed my notes. Hang on. Um, were – Music and books and then other. Okay. I didn't do anything for music. Okay. I'll quickly cover music because, oh, again... It's thank you, Next is in yes, there. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. the top one. It's amazing. Um, generally, I mean, basically all I've listened to this year is Ariana Grande, Shawn Mendes, Dear Evan Hansen, and Little Mix's new album thrown <laughs> in at the end there. Particularly love Joan of Arc, which I posted a meme. I don't know if you noticed what the song was, but... I posted a meme on our Better Words account because it was one of the lyrics in their song, Joan of Arc, is, oh, are you that feminist type? And then they all go, hell yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did see that. I just, I mean, that's exactly us. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So then I had books and then other, which basically is life. Okay. Real life. The only other thing I want to say for music is I've had Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack on since I bought it after we watched the movie. And I now just sing Bohemian Rhapsody in the car all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to convince Jack to do the other parts because it's really hard to be a soloist when you're trying to do the parts of 10 people. You can't. (gasps) It's impossible. Jack, come on. I know. And every time I'm like, it's your turn to do the Galileo bit, he just won't. It's so oh, annoying. Why won't where, he be ridiculous in the car with me, Caitlin? This is where you need me. I'll I know. Sing, I'll, oh. we, between us, we can get it all covered. 
I'm just like, why won't you make yourself look like an absolute fool in the car with me? I sing in the car all the time. I know. It's my performance space. I literally got to, I got to work the other day and someone had driven behind me like on the bridge to get over to Oh my gosh. And <laughs> thankfully, I don't care. But someone asked me, they're like, Caitlin, what were you singing in the car this morning? I was like, the Greatest Showman soundtrack. <laughs> like, obviously. Uh, obviously. I was in the car like, never be enough. Um, Maddie and I at work keep like we'll just get like "Don't Stop Me Now" stuck in her head, and we'll like keep like bouncing it back to each other. Oh, it's so good! My God. Okay, I've basically had Queen in my head almost all year. Yeah, and then I'll just get like random bits, like just like the piano bit from Bohemian Mm -hmm. Rhapsody, or yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, (laughs) so are we going to do other and then books? Yes. Okay. What okay, so we have a joint one first, and then we have three other things that yes. we that are our favorite things that happened this year. They're That's what other means. Similar, it means but... other things that cannot otherwise be categorized. So, the most exciting thing Brisbane Writers Festival. Yay! So, we got to interview the Veronica Ross, amazing and lovely Veronica Ross. She was so wonderful. Um, we had lots of fun. We did sadly. Um, yes, if... I know we promised everyone. <laughs> A couple of times that we would, would air those episodes and very sadly and unfortunately they were lost so we can't. Um, we are devastated oh. um, because I, I personally feel like we were on fire. I feel like we did a good job but in hindsight maybe if we'd gotten the episodes and listened to them we would have been like oh god what the fuck was that? <laughs> no I don't think we would have but the thing know. is I can't even really remember what she said because I was so focused on like Asking our questions. host duties yeah, I know. so I wish that we had them just so I could listen to her because I just remember them being so clever. I know. Oh, so smart. She's so clever. Look one thing I will say that I do remember her talking about was some of the things she, she wishes she hadn't written in Divergent mm-hmm. but the idea that a book is a moment in time and that she wrote that when she was so young and she's changed since and mm. I just love that idea, love idea that. and exploring yeah. that more and the idea that we should just let artists explore that unless it's incredibly problematic mm. um like unless it's homophobic or racist or you know yeah unless it's other than and yeah. other than that like sometimes our jokes and our humor do change or things that we consider traumatic do change yeah. over time and we as humans evolve over time and I think everyone would be, you know, embarrassed by things they said three years ago, let alone, you know, more than that. I'm embarrassed by things. I, I, you know that thing where you go to sleep and you're like, remember that thing you said five years ago? Yeah, that's embarrassing, isn't it? That's my brain. Yeah. Um, but I actually wrote something today because our OP results got re- out. <laughs> Australia's, uh, Australia's OP re- I can't speak. Only Queensland has OP results and only for like the next two years. You're not listening to me. I was going to say Australia's OP and ATAR results because okay, ATAR good. also came out this year. Basically, this our end. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, it's been a long year, everyone. Yeah. Um, our end of school results came out and I wrote a little editorial about how your number doesn't define you. And yes, that goes for sexual partners as well as OP results. Um, but I kind of said in there, like, hopefully in five years, you will not recognize the person you were in high school because you have grown so much as a person. Mm. And that is 100% truth. I'm so embarrassed by who I was yeah. in high school. Yeah, and not just because I was awkward as fuck, but like, I just believe things my parents told me to believe. And they were really problematic things. Mm. Really, really problematic things. I'm disgusted at some of the things my parents believe now. Sorry, mum, if you're listening. We've had fights about this. But, you know, like, I would never believe those things now. Mm. So I'm – but that means that I've changed and I've grown and that's a good thing. Exactly. And I don't know, about, like, my beliefs and values and stuff, certainly have evolved possibly not as much as yours have. We're very different parents. I came from a very conservative background. I didn't didn't really. So, like, certainly have evolved – 
But my main thing that I'm embarrassed by by my high school self is that she was such a pushover. (laughs) Yeah, I had no confidence. And you know what? My first year working out of uni self had no confidence either. Like, Mm. really, I've got it all this year. But that's actually one of my things. Maybe I should just – I'll segue into one of my favourite things this year. Yes, okay. So one of my favourite things has been gaining confidence this year. So one of the – interviews we did and the books I read that really changed me this year um, was our chat with Michelle Ellman, Mm. who is our age and absolutely amazing and so confident and so well put together. And I just like, oh, I'm amazed because she seems so much wiser than 24 years old. I think that about people our age all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. As well, one of my other favourite things about this year, that's going to be in my book section, but Preeley, Zoya Patel, like every young woman who's written a book, oh my God. like you are so intelligent. Mm-hmm. You're so clever. Awesome. What am I doing with my life? I know. I mean, <laughs> of course, that's our natural thing to be mm. like, oh, no, that makes me look bad. But like, really, everyone is doing so amazing. It's awesome. That is true. And yeah. I like the way you think. Um, so... Michelle Ellman, if you're not already following her online, she's at Scarred Not Scared on Instagram. And honestly, following her, seeing her in my feed every single day, almost every day, has changed the way I look at my body. And I've become so much more confident. And part of that too was starting pole dancing, which I love. And I had to keep a secret from you for like six weeks. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's that's been one of my favorite things has been learning to love my body and be kinder to myself and being okay with walking around in a crop shop. A crop top <laughs> sports bra. And booty shorts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of my things. Just like body confidence pole mm-hmm. lumped into one. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Well, because I feel like pole really was the cherry on top of me already starting to think yeah. differently from Michelle and then actually seeing my body differently and actually being like, oh, it doesn't matter if I have scars on my tummy because like all the other students in this class also have weird looking, like no offense to them, you all have weird looking bodies. I was expecting everyone. Everyone to- in the world has a I weird know. looking body. See, that, but that's the like, thing. Like Gigi I- Hadid is like the only one who like doesn't. <laughs> I was thinking of like, oh, they're all going to be super fit and super skinny, but they looked like me and they had wobbly bits. And I was like, yay. So <laughs> I think pole was like the final thing to be like, no, I'm I'm cool with my body. And it'll be on social media soon because I appeared in a video for my pole dancing studio and I am there in my sports bra and hot pants. So Woo! it's going to be out there and I don't even care. Like, That's yay, awesome. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. And I bought some um, underwear from Neon Moon, which our beautiful friend Grace has a discount code for. So go visit her um, Instagram at Grace Ladder. Um, and she was doing like Black Friday promotions for them because oh, cool. she's modeled for them. And I was like, I'm going to get some of that. And I've already decided when it arrives, I will take a selfie in it and I will tag it Neon Moon Babes because I want to be featured on their account. So <laughs> the end. And I've already been like, Jack, can you help me take a good photo? In my underwear. In my underwear. Do you mind, honey? Do you mind? I'm sure Uh, he doesn't. (laughs) No. Uh, So, yeah. Oh, and I signed up for burlesque class as well, which is also happening at my pole studio. It's doing like a four-week burlesque thing. And I did the first class last week and I feel so sexy and amazing. So, yeah, that's that's my thing. (laughs) That's awesome, Michelle. (laughs) Um, Mine is one of mine that relates to that, I suppose, is a bit different. I'm hoping that more of the... Not body confidence necessarily, but like feeling a bit better in my own body and getting stronger and fitter and everything. So that's what I want to do, really. Um, but I have been doing aerial classes all year. So I'm going to be starting level six at my studio. Um, I've been doing hoop and silks and I can do all these tricks and I competed in a competition in August. She was amazing. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> well, you were. And you got second as well. Yes, I did. For your category, which was amazing. Yes, I did. Because the <laughs> other person who got first was like fully like a trained dancer from way back. So <laughs> she, was I was like, yeah. Than me. yeah. Yeah. And she was like pulling out all these like fancy stuff and I was like well (laughs) obviously you're gonna win but Caitlin was really really beautiful and amazing thank you yeah and she's gotten so strong as well 
Well, yeah. yeah see, that's the thing. It's like I really you feel enjoy it. like feeling and being stronger and I need to just get my shit together and get back to the gym and stuff. I've been so slack since I've been back from overseas. But anyway. I've so, not been going to the gym because I've been going to pole classes. I know. I just so, I need yeah. to get the balance of both. We need to get the balance of both. Both of us because we go to the same gym. Yeah, I know. But I'm not going to renew my membership because I'm not going to be here next year. Which is oh, my okay. other thing. Next year. Wait. Oh, that's excited for. Damn it. I'm one category ahead. Never mind. Okay. Hold that thought, everyone. Hold that thought. I know you're dying to hear it. Okay. Um, what are we up to? Third? Second? Second thing. Because... Second Brisbane, individual thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go. Second individual thing. Also confidence, but a different aspect and relates to something else, which is why I've split it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'll see my reasoning soon. Um, and that is, this year is like the first time I've called myself like a writer and it only happened in November. Uh, in June, I applied for a an arts grant to go to a nonfiction festival in Geelong and I got it while I was overseas, which was really cool. And uh, in November, I went to Geelong for a weekend and I went to 12 sessions, uh, 10 in two days and then two on another day. And I networked so hard and I just, part of me was like, you are so annoying. People are funny, really annoying. And I was so like nervous about it the way I usually would be with small talk and selling myself and stuff. But I just did it and I met so many amazing writers, most of them crime writers, actually. I met Rachel Brown, who does the Trace podcast. I'm like a little bit in love with her. <laughs> um, and I, one of my favorite things actually was that I met um, Astrid, who hosts the Garrett podcast, which is Writers on Writing. And she was so lovely, like so, so lovely. And she talked to me a couple of times and when I my favorite thing was when I handed her our card she's like I know you guys I was like oh my gosh you know who we are like it was just such a positive experience and I was telling people that I was writing and I was telling people about my other podcast project which I've not really spoken about that much because I wasn't sure it was happening until November when I started well actually October when I started doing some of the interviews but I have. I don't even know if I said it on here. I Do you think I've said? No, I don't think I have. Okay, everyone. Well, hmm. uh, side note: I have a true pi- crime podcast coming out next year. Um, it is a. Oh, I'm trying to think of the words, and they're all gone because I'm just. I'm so tired. Um, well, I mean, you're doing it for work. Yeah, it's for work. But what's okay. the thing I want to say? It's like it's one. It's a na- it's a it's narrative a series, podcast. A narrative yeah, it's series. a it's a one series now. Na- the story is finished. It's not unsolved. It happened twenty years ago. The guy was caught. The guy's dead. But it's an amazing story. It's amazing. And I'm exploring what happened. And it happened when I was a kid too. So I remember this happening when I was little. And um, so I'm exploring what happened. Um, the amazing, amazing twist that the case took during the trial and then his subsequent trial when they found out he was a serial killer. And I'm also speaking um, about the impacts and the way that cases like this have changed our legal system and the way that a murder affects so many different people. So I'm actually quite into that at the moment like I've started doing a few more interviews and I've been collecting some more stuff so I hope to bring that out in April but this is the first year that I've really sold myself like I had to pitch that to people higher up than my boss because of Mm. course my boss was on board he was one of the reporters who did this original case I'm gesturing wildly here people like I'm getting really excited I can see it (laughs) um but like I had to pitch this and and then you know, I wrote about it for, for university and I got 95 out of a hundred on my writing assignment for this. And it kind of confirmed to me that I'm a writer, not just a journalist. Like it's a, it's a weird thing to have to explain as a distinction, but I've always just said, I'm not just a journalist, but I am a journalist because I feel like that involves something different to being a writer. But this is the first year that I've like fully been like, no, I'm a, I'm a writer. I'm a podcaster. And I do all this stuff that's not just for my job. 
Yeah. So anyway, that's that's me and I'm really excited about that and I'm probably going to work on it on my Christmas holidays because I can't help it and I want to mm. be at like – look, honestly, I think this could be a book. Like I have so much information and I would love it to be a book because the reason I'm doing it is that I want people to know this story. It's been forgotten and people deserve to know it. So anyway, that's my bit. What's your second thing? <laughs> um, well, my second thing um, is my travel. So three weeks in the US with one of our best friends, Indy. Um, I had the best time. Like, it was so great. You all know we did little wrap-ups. Um, little? Okay, not little. They were <laughs> shorter than yours. I cut them down to be little. <laughs> They were shorter than yours. Like, They're like 20 minutes each. Yours were not. <laughs> anyway. Yes, I did little wrap-ups on the... Um, yes, on our episodes, I went to New York, Los Angeles, um, Disney World, Harry Potter World, and Las Vegas. I had the best time. I don't even really know what else to say about it. Like, stalk my Instagram. I don't know. The photos are incredible. <laughs> I love your photos from the last bookstore as well in LA. Yeah. Amazing. We pro- we've posted some of them on Better Words. So. I've posted about three on my <laughs> account since the end of October. Oh, I don't blame you. I've been posting like one a week, honestly. So good. <laughs> so great. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like that's my... What were we up to? Second thing? That was your second thing. Yeah. What's yep. your third thing? Uh, my travels as yeah. well. So... Island. Um, but more than just that, like it was going to, it was meeting, um, not meeting because I met them last time, but seeing Grace and Jasmine and um, yeah, just spending time with, with people who I really love through the internet and mm. they're so far away. Mm-hmm. Like that was probably the saddest thing. I was like, oh, I'm not going to see you guys for ages. So yeah. yeah, that was a little bit sad because I feel like they're just genuinely awesome people and it's a shame that we can't all hang out. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. My last thing um, is, I don't know, generally I'm just calling this like live performances because I feel like it's been a really good year for them. I mean, we went and saw Ed Sheeran. We saw Eliza. I saw Pretty Woman on Broadway and Anastasia on Broadway and Puffs off Broadway. And we saw a Star Kid show in L.A., and I don't even know. I honestly like forgot that we went and saw Ed Sheeran. Yeah, that was in March. Like, like that, that was, this was year. so long ago. It was so long ago, but it was this year. I'm trying to remember if there were any others. Did I have any more written in my notes? No, I didn't. But it's been a it's good just year. been such a good year for them. Been yeah. so so amazing, and I've loved every single one. And I haven't stopped talking about any of them. Like I still mention Ed Sheeran how amazing Ed Sheeran was to people like every fortnight Ed was really amazing see we're doing it we're doing it (laughs) right now so that's my last life thing life okay so shall we do our favourite books of this year yes okay um Eggshell Skull by Brie Lee have (gasps) not have not stopped talking about it (laughs) since I saw her and was like you are the most amazing person on the planet. I love Brie so much. It's probably a bit weird. <laughs> but honestly, like Maddie at work and I are like just a little fan club just for her. Like she'd be like, did you see this thing that Brie posted? Oh, my God, did you see her guinea pig socks? Like honestly, we're weirdos, but it's it's wonderful. So, yeah, that's obviously my one of my favourite books. Okay. Um, one of mine to mention is What If It's Us by Becky Albertalli and Adam Silvera. I think just, I would have loved it anyway, but I think it's just a bit all the more special for me because I bought it while we are in the US and I read basically half of it on our domestic flights once we'd landed back in Australia and the book takes place in New York over like summer holidays and they went to the Strand bookstore and they went to the Barnes & Noble and they went to Times Square and I was like, I've been it was awesome. I feel like reading books that are from the country you're in just make it so much more special. Yeah. And because yeah, and like knowing knowing the place I mean, I've read plenty of books and watched plenty of TV shows set in New York before, but mm. like now they have this extra layer of like, I've been there, I know what you mm. are talking about. 
Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Australian books are just more special because we well, live here. But. Yeah, but, I mean, when you're travelling, like, I made an effort to read Irish fiction mm. in Ireland because it just you gives like you something. Yeah. 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 And and then there's, like, one of the books I read was set solely in Dublin and she was talking about different things. And I was like, yeah, we went there. Mm. Even listening to Galway Girl sometimes when he's like, I met her on Grafton Street. I was like, I've been there. Yeah, no, I've been right. there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's just really cool. Like when you haven't travelled as much as we have, yeah. and they don't write that many books about where you're from. No. Like, yeah, no. it's really even even like Melbourne and Sydney. Even mm. that is still even exciting for me to read a book. Like when I went to Melbourne and I was reading Monkey Grip by Helen Garner, which is like the most Melbourne book ever, and she's talking about like doing all the. I was like, I just walked past there. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it's very cool to read a book where you're traveling definitely what's your second favorite um i gotta check in oh wait wait no i know what it is okay you are not gonna be surprised by this at all it's i'll be gone in the dark by michelle mcnamara yeah not surprising at all (laughs) which again made all the more exciting because the bastard got arrested Woo! allegedly the bastard but you know yeah um so i only read it after he got caught which um was just a coincidence i'd been i'd always been meaning to read it because my favorite murder girls have been talking about it since before it came out um and then i waited a little bit too long and they caught him after like 40 like like who would have thought that they would catch him anyway that's been great and it's a beautiful book beautiful i don't know her writing's beautiful is what i mean to say yeah (laughs) she's one of the reasons i wanted to pursue writing true crime the way i have been which has in turn inspired the podcast yeah so that was special. Good. Lovely. <laughs> um, my second top favourite um, that I've put as one of my favourites for this year is The Book Ninja. Speaking of Aww. wonderfully Melbourne books. Um, so and also past guests. Yes, too. past guests. We um, did chat to Ali and Michelle um, when the book was coming out. And I just think the whole idea is so fun, like how they started Books on the Rail and then develop the story because I, I do just love the idea it's like you know oh like leaving a book and like someone finds it and then fall in love like I just love the idea it's so romantic like the whole notion of like bonding with someone over books is like every book lover's dream basically <laughs> but it was just such a fun just such a fun book and yeah I there's not really any other and their friendship story it. is so cute as yeah. well yeah like their friendship and like you know the friendship and the relationship and the books and Australianness, like it all comes through in the books so well. It's really wonderful. I need to read that over my summer holidays. Yes, you do. You need to get on that. <laughs> um, my last thing, I was really struggling with this because I've read so many good books this oh, year. I know. Picking a top three was so hard. And the reason I've gone with this book is because like I've written, a, I'm writing a post which will be up in after Christmas about my favorite like the most impressive debuts of the year so Mm -hmm. I was like look I've talked about Eggshell Skull I'm not going to mention any other books on that and so I went with a very early read and in fact I had to be like did I read it this year it was Mm -hmm. so long ago and that is one that was a huge buzz last year which is Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine oh yes so that I was still haven't gotten around to reading that one. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Mm. I think you will. Um, it was everywhere at the end of 2017, and it won the Costa Book Award in the UK. So it just kind of became this super popular thing. It was everywhere when I was over there, and I didn't buy a copy while I was there. I got it later, and um, it was still. It was just one of those books that's so character driven, but I just felt instantly drawn to the character Mm. and I was just hooked by her and her alone so I I just found it really beautiful good I think that's a good choice I haven't read it but I think it would be a good choice (laughs) um my third favorite top top favorite that I chose is actually my most recent read which is Normal People by Sally Rooney another one that's everywhere on bookstagram that I really need to read it is everywhere I finished it I can lend you my copy now yes please my god like it's just stunning and like I'm sure every single person who reads it is going to say this but it's like I relate to the characters and like their stories yeah. me. like everyone's going to say that because it's exactly that type of book it's like you know everyone will see something of themselves or of 
a current partner or some one who got away or whatever it is like everyone's going to see something in this book and it's just wonderful and again one of those things that's like look to be honest I don't think the characters are supposed to be that likable they're not really that likable but you do and you follow the story and like I read it very quickly um and probably one of the only books I've read in the past like three years that's you know, quite literary and up there and, like, is nominated for, like, all these awards. I think it was nominated for the Man Booker. Speaking of, like, movies and books we don't read. Exactly. It's nominated for Man Booker. I'm I'm fairly certain of that. Actually, the Man Booker had some controversy this year because some of the titles were not seen as, like, Man Booker-ish enough, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't know what's Man Booker-ish enough. Usually for me, it's something I will never read because it's way too highbrow. So... The fact I that know. I looked at some of those books and was like, yeah, I'd probably read that. Maybe they're right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I have read one, so maybe they are right. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. their standard is. Yeah, usually yeah. I, I've tried to read some of them before and I'm like, this makes no sense to me. Mm. I am not of this literary mind. <laughs> Very confusing. Anyway. Um, oh, shout out to one other special thing that I didn't. I, I totally forgot to mention, I haven't mentioned on the podcast before, and I want to mention it before the end of the year, and that is Nanette by Hannah Gadsby. Yes, thank God. I finally God. watched it. I was so scared. I was so scared I wouldn't like it. You the get pressure. Really scared by hyped things. It's like, called anxiety. It's I my know. life. <laughs> I do. I get scared of hyped things because what if I don't like it? I don't want to be the odd one out. Please like me. Mm. That's my That's my brain. That's what it's like. Um, so... But yeah, yeah, I loved fantastic. it. I loved it yeah. so much. Hannah Gadsby's brilliant. Can she please be our prime minister? Like, oh, <laughs> my goodness. She's so amazing. Yeah. So, so amazing. So, yeah, if you've not watched that, then. Yeah, then you're even further behind than Michelle. saying <laughs> something. Uh, yeah. We should have done um, top three comedy specials because I've got another two I could just add on in there. Uh, Elder Millennial. Um, and my other one is Trevor Noah's Son of Patricia. That was oh, so I would, good. My other one is Daniel Sloss, Jigsaw. Amazing. We may got need it. to add top comedy next it's, year. It's got a category. very, um, it's got a kind of Hannah Gadsby style about where sometimes he just says things and you're like, whoa, tension. Yeah. But you like truth bomb. It's amazing. So next year we will do that. Yeah, we'll next year we should okay. add comedy. Um, Anticipated time. Yeah, anticipated book titles off the top of your head. Do you have any? Or are there probably um, three that we have that are the same? Yes. I would imagine. Or Carly Finlay's. Carly Finlay's Say Hello, Hello is coming out. It looks so beautiful. It We're does. so excited. We love Carly. We're going to link back to all our previous guests in this episode. So, yeah, Carly's beautiful. Yes, we're so excited to read that one. Oh, oh, it's going to be so good. Can't wait. Um, the other one would be... Oh, God, I just totally blanked on the title again. Why do I always do this? Um, what I Like About Me. By Jenna Gill, you? Yeah. I really hope I said her name right. I know. Sorry. Especially since I know her. <laughs> Sorry, we love you. But, yeah. We love you, but I'm terrible at names. Um, bad pronunciation on better words. I know. Well, Jenna's been – I've known Jenna since I started book blogging, and she, like, took me under her wing when I did um, work experience when she was working at Girlfriend Magazine, and I did work experience at Bride-to-Be, and she was in the same building, and I just felt like I had someone oh, there who I, I knew. That. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. So I'm very, very, very proud and happy and excited, and we are hoping she will be able to join us on the podcast because – what I like about me is all about loving yourself and your body, and it sounds like exactly our sort of thing. It sounds amazing. I can't wait. Paper and Heart Society by Lucy Prowry. <gasps> yes! So Lucy is, was one of uh, – actually, yeah. not one of our first guests. Like, she was Sort of in the middle. On. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she was a guest with us last year when she was working on her manuscript, and she has only just finished high school, and she – has already sold her manuscript and it is being published next year and I'm like super, super excited. And like a little teensy bit of me is hoping that maybe we'll be there in time to do, like to go to some of her events because it's out around that time. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's, so they're um, past and hopefully future guests. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't know of any other titles. I'm completely wrecked. I'm clueless. I have no idea what else is coming out. I'm so bad at this until they're like, Right in front of me, and then mm. out. I'm terrible at keeping up with what's what's coming. I know, I'm so bad at that. 
Which we shouldn't be. But I know. We both are. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so Thanks. they're our, they're the most important ones. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I'm really excited for them. And oh, having two past guests who have their debut books coming out is so exciting. Yeah. I guess mm. the other, um, as we like to say, consumable mm. things I'm looking forward to. Obviously, Infinity War Part Two, Endgame. What kind of name is that for a movie? <laughs> oh my god. Um. I want to watch The Office and Parenthood now that I've got Amazon. I'm so excited. Um, And I'm trying to think what else is like a big movie or something coming out or a TV show that I was looking forward to. But now I cannot remember, obviously. Can you think of any other like adaptations or anything? I can't think of any adaptations that are coming out, which we probably could if we did. Oh, The Crown? The crowd oh, won't season. be out until the end of next year, oh, though. Oh, shoot. Really? Yeah. Oh. I know. We have so long to wait, but that is definitely one of my most hotly anticipated titles. I'm just going to do a quick Google because I'm sure... I'm sure we're missing something so huge. <gasps> Toy Story 4! Captain Marvel! Dumbo, I'm like a little... Oh, oh the I don't Lion... know if I could watch Dumbo. I cry at the animated one. The Lion King, I'm completely not interested in. Sorry. There's no point. Frozen 2. Awesome. <gasps> Are they making another Frozen Spider-Man one? movie? You've never watched Frozen? I've deliberately tried to avoid that one because of the hype. Oh, my God, Michelle. I feel like the hype is a bit more down now. I feel like we should watch it. Mm, no, I don't really care that much, to be oh, quite honest. Oh, my God. I'm so disappointed in you right now. <laughs> oh, you know what else I'm really looking forward oh. to? That'll technically be this year, this week even. Yes. Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, yes. <laughs> That looks that's exciting. Um, Secret Life of Pets too, because I love a cute animated movie. Nothing else is really sticking out mm-hmm. to me there. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about them as they come. Oh, you'll be excited for Brooklyn Nine Nine season six. A hundred percent. I'm just trying to think what other. Not excited for Riverdale. Quite honestly, uh, we'll see how uh, they go. Eh. Oh, they'll, surely there'll be a second season of Sabrina. I'd be excited for that. Yeah. Um, I'm just having a quick look on my what I'm watching to see if there's anything. Oh, Queer Eye. Queer Eye. You know what else I'm excited for? What? The Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie, which has like got Isn't such that not a long. Made now? I thought they like. I saw something that they like, cancelled it. Honey, honey, no. It's okay. being it's being shown at Cannes. So he say it Cannes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I such a long like, title that I'm not going to say. It's like extremely wicked, shockingly and evil and yeah. vile. That might actually be what it is. Yeah. Anyway, Zac Efron is Ted Bundy. Yes, please. And there's also a new Ted Bundy documentary coming out on Netflix. So I am here for that. I'm here for it's, Zac Efron. Like, that's all oh, I care it about. It looks so good, honestly. I thought I saw something that they, like, stopped it. Mm-mm. Okay, obviously not. Mm-mm. I must have had that wrong. Anyway. Oh, and because because I'm a total basic bitch now, a new season of Love Island. Oh, God. <laughs> Which I should be in the UK to watch and I can actually watch it with oh, everyone. Good. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, because that's my thing that's exciting that's happening next year, which is that Jack and I are moving to the UK. Hopefully, maybe, yes, it probably will happen in, like, May or June or around that time. May? May is so much earlier End of, than I thought. Well, our lease ends on the 16th of May. Oh, God. So I'm thinking, like, end of May, probably. Wow. Because we have to move, over, like, I don't know. Yeah, you we'll have probably to pack be up living, your whole yeah. life. Yeah. I'm so scared but so excited and, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, oh. so, yeah, that's exciting and scary. But don't worry, we're going to keep doing the podcast or, you know, try because to. Because of the internet. <laughs> because of the internet, yay. So, yeah, or at least, you know, try to. We'll make a good crack we'll, at it. We'll get there. Yeah. We're it's- determined to keep the podcast and it also means that we keep talking as friends so of course we're going to keep doing it so yeah yeah and we love doing it as well yeah yeah so that's uh, something I'm excited for personally yes I don't really know if I have anything too specific that I'm excited for personally I mean like continuing aerial some overseas Mm. travel like generally like (laughs) overseas travel to the UK no I'm gonna do that in 2020 where are you gonna go I don't know yet I'm sad now. Well, <laughs> it's I'm okay. Not I'll go still when be you there. Just move. <gasps> you know what? You should um, come in time for Yelk, which is the young adult convention they have in like 
the summer <gasps> and we could do like interviews and stuff. Oh my God. Let's try and aim for that. So or like one of the literary festivals, like Hay or Cheltenham or something. And then we could go to the literary festival together. That would be pretty <gasps> cool. Anyway. Oh, okay. We are. We'll we'll get planning on that, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> we'll getting, keep you posted. Yes. Here we are getting so excited for everything 2019 and to come. And 2018 has been pretty damn good to us. I'd it say. has been amazing. We felt very fortunate. Hashtag blessed, <laughs> as they say. Um, yeah. No, but seriously, we have been afforded some amazing opportunities, both like personally and as a duo mm-hmm. this year. Um, and we're super excited. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's been a pleasure meeting everyone who we've had the chance to meet to at Brisbane Writers Festival and me in Melbourne. Mm. Like oh, this community is so lovely. Love oh, I love you all so much. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my gosh. I feel like yeah. we need a Facebook group sometime, but it just seems like too much work. I know. God. I mean, it so does. many other Facebook groups I can't dedicate to my own Facebook I know, group. Right? Anyway, uh, I know it would be so lovely, but yeah. So on the note of loving you all so much, uh, we're having a break over Christmas and New Year's, so we won't be airing a new episode until about the middle of January. Um, so really, we're only skipping like one, but that's one yeah. you won't have. So sorry. Which is a shame, but you have heaps to catch up on mm-hmm. if you haven't. And look, thank you if you've listened to all of them. You're a trooper and a legend, and we love you so much. Um, but We've just given you a bunch of recommendations as well. So exactly. Go you have heaps movies. to do while we're away. Yeah. Go watch the movies, read the <laughs> books, binge seven series of a TV show. You know, <laughs> you got it. It's going to be great. So Aww. from our little team to you, we wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that mumbo jumbo. And we hope everyone has the chance to have a relaxing break. We're both actually getting two weeks off work, which we're so excited for. It's my first time off at Christmas since I started being a journalist. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I just, I love Christmas. Okay, let's let's finish this up and get on to our Christmas holiday, We Michelle. love you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us this year. And yes, and if you do like listening to our podcast, which hopefully you like it if you're listening to it, please recommend us. Oh my gosh, for our Christmas present, can you please give us a rating on iTunes? We'd really love that. You guys are the best. Yes. <laughs> either for a Christmas present, either or please just because you love give us. Give us a rating or a review or recommend the podcast to someone who else will like to listen to it. We love you. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs>